1: to cancel too soon the podcast where we review television series that lasted only one season or less my name is william Bibiani. i am a critic everybody calls me bibbs
0: my name is whitney seibold i too am a critic and i did a i did actually did sign language for you when you said cancel too soon i'm
1: wow should, that's great i'm sure that should, reads should real connect, well on the yeah, podcast yeah,
0: yeah i needed to say that out loud because the, the listeners can't see that well
1: I, I, the, the gesture is it's, appreciated it's, um
0: it's late we're loopy and we're about to have a lot of fun talking about anime yeah, because it is anime month on Cancel Too Soon, and this is a very
1: special episode for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, this is actually a sponsored episode. One of our Patreon sponsors at patreon.com slash critically acclaimed network asked us to review uh, some more anime on Cancel Too Soon. Uh, the patron's name is Alex DeSaurity. And uh, they wanted us to give us a whole list of episodes, some of which we're doing over the course of the month, some of which we were planning to do anyway. And in particular, we're doing this one for Alex. And Alex also had another request, which is not just that we do this particular episode and others as well, but also that we bring in our resident expert in anime, professional author and illustrator, M. Lapis de Silva.
0: How you doing?
2: I'm good. You brought in the big guns. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, we're, we're no anime neophytes, but we are hardly
2: experts. I, so
0: we needed somebody with a little bit more know-how to help us out.
2: Well, I've read it since I was in high school, um, watched it. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, you absorb it a lot. Like you, yeah, a lot of people, I a lot mean, of people come okay. across anime kind of incidentally. <laughs> that might only see Studio Ghibli films. You're really immersed in a lot
0: of anime.
2: I mean, I will say that. I was passionate enough to defy my father when he called animation the work of the devil, to pursue animation as oh. studies later on.
0: Well, like this, br- bringing life to lifeless drawings was somehow satanic? or mm.
2: That, and particularly uh, sexuality and violence, which happens to mm. be the subject of the podcast. But those yes. things depicted in anime uh, were... In his mind, hmm. satanic. A- a- anime, that. when it like first
1: came overseas, when we had a couple of things that were kind of for everybody, like <laughs> Astro Boy and Speed Racer, but mm-hmm. when it started really making waves over here was when we realized, oh, the animation we're getting from Japan isn't all for kids. And yeah. that meant some of it was for adults. And that meant that stuff was the most novel, and that stuff got the biggest cult following. And then for some people, anime became synonymous with sex and violence, it's which true. sucks. Mm-hmm.
2: It's had well, uh, to work off that relation, that uh, perspective for Oh my
0: god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although, uh, se- sex and violence, however, is the uh, the very theme of what we're, be- we're going to be talking about. Yes, that's that is true. A sexy, violent show we're talking about,
1: and and it is a sexy, violent show that uh, it actually is. I think smarter than you might give it credit for on the surface. And if there's anyone who knows uh, sexy violence, Uh, It is M. Lapis de Silva, uh, who, by the way, uh, uh, to address what
0: some people already know already, we are married. We are. Yes. But uh, Uh, more importantly- The the two of them. I'm I'm not part of that. Well- You were there. You were. I was there. That was was a good day. I was there when you got married, but the- You made it legal. The officiant hit the right target, didn't accidentally (laughs) miss, and- yeah, you know the, no, the, the the wedding blessing didn't arc wildly so, out into the congregation kind of like and grab someone at
2: random. Stupid arrow, it's more yeah. streamlined. Some yeah, people
0: so. are married in the sight of
1: God. We were married in the sight of my co-host, so that was weird. <laughs> um, but uh, close friends and, and family. close friends yeah. and family was a lovely day. One of my favorite days. No, is it that the best day? Ever? Yes, that is the best day I've ever had.
2: <laughs> That's <is> the
1: absolute <laughs> single best
2: so far you're just saying that I am not
1: just podcast. saying that I am not just saying that cuz you were on the podcast and saying that <laughs> yeah, because that is, day fucking is,
0: rock this is for posterity now yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah uh but you you are you are an expert in all things uh uh well just in general but uh you have a book coming out that is also um uh, very pulpy and very exciting, and yeah. I want people to know about
2: it. Well, today I described it as a retro wave Russ Meyer, which is as good a description as any. It's about a sex worker during 1980s Los Angeles. Uh, there is a serial killer on the loose targeting other sex workers, and she takes it in her own hands to wreak vengeance using hooks, hence the title hooker. It is... Queer, it is pro-sex work and it is feminist and it's coming out on October 27th
1: that is a really and it, and it's one of those ideas where I was just like how, how has no one ever done this before where there's like some sort of like really cool like feminist kind of slasher thing with someone who uses hooks as weapons like that's that's right there like you were it, you keyed into
0: something really primal I think yeah it sounds like an anime oh
2: thank Quite you frankly, yeah. I think that's a compliment <laughs> okay yeah
0: <laughs> just, I I picture, you know, like the the anime badass warrior woman I see in a lot of these animes and just holding like hooks on chains. Like oh, a, yeah. Some really esoteric ninja weapon that you don't see in Western action films.
2: Strong women, influence from Battle Angel Alita, all that kind of thing. There you go. Yeah. And the manga. I, yeah.
1: It's really, really cool. And it's coming out in October. Yeah. Yes, it is okay, and we will we will make sure that when it does, we will have links out on our Twitter page at Critic Acclaim.
2: Definitely,
1: uh, we'll talk about this again later. But where can people find you on Twitter? Might as well say it at the top.
2: I am underscore M Lopes da Silva M L O P E S D A S I L V
1: A. And when this episode goes live, we will of course tag her in our posts. If you want to follow along and keep track of her novel, also short stories, there's a lot of cool stuff coming. So
2: I do all kinds of.
1: It's really cool, and when the book finally like officially comes out, we need to make sure we have you back on again, just to talk about that
2: because oh, it's really I'd cool. like to do giveaways. As well, well. Oh, we yeah. can definitely doing giveaways.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So stick around; it's gonna be real cool. We're like a proper late night talk show. We're gonna have you back on. We have something to plug,
2: Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll ask you some like really, really frothy, frivolous questions about well, like, what kind of pets did you have growing mm. up? Yeah. You know. and, and tell us an anecdote yeah. about the, you know, the time you worked with Tommy Lee Jones. Is he really as grumpy as they say? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but uh, but I case, I wanted to uh, mention that because A, I think it's really cool. And B, uh, it, it, I think it does relate because we're dealing with another show uh, that has a lot of sex, a lot of violence. And of course it is anime. It is a show called High School of the Dead. I was going to add that in post, but now I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this is an anime series from 2010. Uh, it lasted only one season, 12 episodes. Uh, it is based on a manga that lasted longer than that, and we'll talk a bit about why it did not continue. But um, oh, this God. this made a bit of a splash when it came out because it was so violent, because it was so sexual, and because it was dealing with one of the more popular subjects in horror, zombies. Zombies.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, before we start, I wanted to ask you a few questions uh, about the way TV is structured in Japan. Okay. Because uh, w- when it came time to do anime, we get a lot of requests for certain anime shows, but the distinction between uh, like a TV season that gets canceled and mm-hmm. like maybe a short-running miniseries is a little bit less well-defined, it seems. Uh,
2: so it's mostly defined by how much was invested into the anime in the first oh place. Wow. Uh, you got your investors, and if they have a lot of money and a lot of faith in your you know, uh, anime series resulting in products now, mm. they're willing to spend a lot more time on giving you more episodes. So you can get 12 or 24 maybe. But what if they're not so sure? And then you're kind of, maybe it's eight. You know, that's nice. And if it finds an audience, they might
1: give you more money, but Mm -hmm. that's no guarantee.
2: There's even Um. a more recent trend to cut down the length and the running time, which has resulted in a lot of very short, um, often comedy series that are only a couple minutes long per episode. So, yeah. And even then, there can be
0: really limited animation. Yep. And this one was really short, too. This one is available on Hulu. That's how we saw it. And... uh, Yeah, each episode is like 20 minutes uh, without the ads. And yeah, yeah, it's like the the credits begin rolling. It's like, oh, well, geez, that was was like nothing.
1: And there's at least one episode in the middle, which seems to have been comprised almost entirely of pre-existing footage because it feels like they ran out of money or time or both.
2: (laughs) There's a lot of shot reusage, a lot of tricks being done to save money throughout this one. You can Mm -hmm. tell it was not given a great I I remember when
1: anime came out in America and started like really getting noticed one of the things we were noticing is that wow there's a lot more movement in anime and there's a lot more attention to detail in anime and I think a lot of us at the time thought oh anime is just this incredible wonderful thing where everyone has unlimited time and money and everything looks perfect all the time and then the more you explore especially on like the the televised ones the more you realize no they have to cut corners too Mm. just they're a little bit more tactful about it I think
2: sometimes
0: J- Japan never had Hanna-Barbera so no.
2: <laughs> well they saved the animation for what's important for the series which mm. is why you have still frames sometimes of people talking but uh, prehensile boobs
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah so. we're talking, we, were, we were discussing the, the, <laughs> the prehensile breasts on High School of the de- uh, High School of the Dead um, yeah this is uh, may- and maybe you can also shed some light on this because I've noticed that as in the anime that I've consumed, you know, certain artists will have a certain kind of style, mm-hmm. but there tend to be like three or four very distinct sort of house styles of anime that persist okay. across the medium. Uh, like the way certain faces are drawn, sometimes they're like rounder and more friendly like the show we did last week. But in this one, they're uh, a lot like for lack of a better term, shiny. There's a lot more like shine effects, and the uh, features are much more angular. And I've noticed that those kinds of styles are per- can persist across,
2: right? Like a lot but of different animes. Those trends actually shift really frequently. What yeah. you will notice consistently um, over the years has been a shift towards rounder eyes overall and more childlike expressions on the faces from say the 70s or 80s where you would have adults that had adult features. If you want to track extremes, you just kind of start pulling and you'll see the trends of that year. What was the trend that year was you could see like High School of the Dead has a shima pan or striped panties. That was in style then. (laughs) You can see the antennas um, that are coming out of their hair that kind of tweak a little bit. Mm -hmm. Those were popular then. So,
0: curious. All right.
2: Yeah. And those things are constantly in motion. It's never like a fixed thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just, well, I, that, no, that helps. That yeah. illuminates. Yeah, because well,
1: it's like anything else, yeah. you know? Any other film style, any other animation mm-hmm. style, it goes in waves. Yeah. Something's well, and, popular, something's selling, something the you know, kids are liking right when, now. When, it's, when Pokemon... And it, it leaves when it stops yeah. being effective. Mm-hmm. You know, when
0: Pokemon finally boomed in America... I, there was this huge wave of anime like shows that just invaded American television mm-hmm. made by American studios and they were trying well, to make it and look some more of them were imports, like
1: Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon, those right. were anime imports, yeah, but I mean, yeah, there were a lot of American shows that started to want it to look more anime-like, probably the most famous example is Avatar The Last Airbender, which Mm. actually found a really good balance, I feel.
2: Yeah, it's our culture, the West, having a conversation with an import from the East. (laughs) A conversation.
1: Which is something that we do a lot. This is,
2: well, I'm going to argue, basically, High School of the Dead is that conversation the other way around. I mean, thematically, it's about infection of the zombie movie from Western culture in Japan, it's like the whole opening shot. It's very traditional Japan. It's got the you know uh, cherry blossoms and the moonlight, and you know it starts with a very boring teen sex comedy.
1: Yeah, it's two, yes. it's a it's a two dudes in high school. There's a girl. One guy used to be in love with that girl. They used to date and now uh, she has left him for the other dude and that's all that's it that's the whole plot for a few mm. minutes
0: mm-hmm. it's so drab well but they they did open with an action sequence so we know the mayhem is coming mm.
2: yes the mm. the action comes from north america that's a big mm. part of it that's why we drag into later and in later episodes a weird JFK and Jackie O references that's There's why. A, a
0: scene on Air Force 1 for goodness sake. Yeah, yeah,
2: there's I mean there's a whole bunch of references to western culture. I mean, I think at the end of like the second episode or something they'd play uh, karma police, slightly yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. off
1: enough that they don't have to pay for it, but <laughs> close yeah. enough that you can tell it's what they're going for, yeah. exactly. Uh, but yeah, so the first episode of High School of the Dead, it, and at the end, this is very straightforward. It's very Walking Dead. There's a zombie apocalypse, but it just keeps going. The story doesn't stop after 80 minutes. Uh, we were introduced to a bunch of kids at a high school. We're going to talk about each of those characters, introduce them one by one so you can get your bearings. Um, but uh, whatever high school... Bullshit. They were dealing with before love triangles, Tendo tournaments, whatever they were into. Okay. Gets immediately. Was I say? Kendo. kendo oh wow kendo not the, it's not
2: like i think you could, i think on, that's what i did i just had this nintendo. incredible
1: <laughs> look i like nintendo okay oh my god I mean, there, I'm there so embarrassed.
2: are uh. or were nintendo tournaments
0: i think there still are right?
2: yeah. yeah absolutely yeah, so, yeah
1: well i apologize in this particular my, uh, show it's kendo
0: but yes my son is, is way into uh, mario kart right now and he's noticed when he switches on the nintendo that it was like a little ad saying, engage in the online Mario Kart tournament. And it's like this all day long bonanza.
1: Ooh, does he have dreams? Is he going to be like the wizard? Oh. He wants to like play Super Mario <laughs> Brothers 3 in front of an audience?
0: Yes. Ooh. Yes, he's going to be the wizard. <laughs>
1: I love it's the bad. power glove. It's so bad. It's so
0: bad. <laughs> I, I was, look
2: forward to this future. How yeah. is that an
0: actual movie? Oh my God. Um, but uh, we, in any we case. We loved 90 minute Nintendo commercials. <laughs> that was amazing.
1: Um, theaters. But uh, in any case, uh, zombies attack, basically. Mm. Um, one of the things that I love in monster movies is whenever there's a monster movie, they ch- they decide what their rules are. And mm. here the rules are a little different than some zombie movies. Uh, some zombie uh-huh. movies... No, they are, <laughs> okay. actually. You can shut your mouth. Uh, explain, uh, please. Okay, well, some zombie <laughs> movies have... Uh, it's an infection. Some zombie movies have everyone who dies comes back as a zombie no matter how they die. Mm. That's not the show. And this show, it is an infection. If you just happen to die, you don't come back as a zombie unless you're bitten by a zombie. Right. So that's a choice. But probably the most interesting choice that they have is that the zombies themselves are basically blind. Mm. Which means it's possible to actually navigate around them if you don't make any noise. Uh, which is an interesting wrinkle, but not necessarily like changing the rule book. They're still basically no. the zombies we know from George Romero movies.
0: They, um, they even talk about. Uh, there's a line about George Romeo. Uh, the the school nurse says it's like like one of those creatures from a George, George Romeo, Romeo movie. Yeah. Was that in the Was that yeah. the, the subtitled one? I thought I just mentioned it was in the. Did you watch the subtitle one or the dub? I watched the dubbed version. <laughs> Sacrilege, darling. <don't> uh, like. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm t- testing things out.
1: In the subtitled version, I think she just says like in an American movie.
0: Oh. Okay. Okay. So I
1: think yeah. in the dub, that's probably what you were listening to. But okay. uh, we we noticed some. Uh, some, uh, we don't want to actually come right out and say it stuff last week in the devil's a part-timer when the devil got a job at MIG Ronald's.
0: Hmm.
1: And their, their opponent, Sentucky fried chicken.
2: <laughs> I'm stumped. <laughs> I don't what, know what, where Sentucky <gasps> is.
0: Oh, it's, it's the, it's where the headquarters of Whataburger is. So clearly mm. it's a metaphor <laughs> for Whataburger. <laughs> Kentucky, Ohio.
2: Sometimes chicken really is a bird.
0: Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a zombie apocalypse. They're all gray. They like to eat brains. You smash them with uh, some blunt objects, their brains splatter, and they die. Yep. Yeah. Uh, everything proceeds incredibly predictably as all of the characters become uh unassailable warrior badasses who just smash a lot of stuff uh the school nerd... drink in the cynicism folks yeah <laughs> just drink it in uh in it's case you could... juicy and thick in case you couldn't tell i really hated this show um what? yeah the, the the school nerd you... becomes an expert in uh handling a nail gun it turns out he's like a real uh real big gun nut who you know, praises the NRA, talks about the NRA several times. Uh, maybe uh, in the dub, not in the subtitle one. He brings yeah. it up in like every episode in the dub. Yeah, in the <laughs> subtitle one, saying, it never yeah. comes yeah. up. That's it's an interesting choice. Specifically that the is, National Rifle Association. No. no, he just
2: enthuses about like the technical aspects of yeah. the weapons. He's not mentioning the NRA. The sub- yeah, he's, so, he's okay. not
1: like a Columbine kid, He, which is what I actually thought they were referencing initially when he was a yeah. gun nut. But... Um, nor is he, uh, nor is he part of the NRA because that's an American institution. Um, Michelle, can you explain he's, real fast what an otaku is?
2: He's basically like a very, very enthusiastic fan. Like they have trained otaku, and they don't usually like being referred to as otaku because the phrase is a little offensive. Mm. It's like fanboy, maybe, but a little offensive, you know. <laughs> well, some people don't like I, fanboy. Yeah, either. exactly. I don't know. Maybe a little more spitting at you or something during it but anyway um yeah so their passion is to study statistics and collect magazines and art and it's very difficult to own guns in Japan so this kid like the character anyway obviously had never been around actual guns except for that one memory in the past trip lady. to america yeah yeah, trip to america and then he got to touch the guns because then you know we have guns everywhere or, in in a lot of uh just their pres- and then a lot of like like japanese perceived like culture when they talk about america they talk about how we have guns around all the time even though that's not really how most people live
1: well i'm sorry if it was the wrong word but um yeah he's not an nra guy it's so it sounds like the dub is really weird
0: <laughs> it sounds yeah. like the dub is
1: really Americanized, like mm. a lot, which is odd because as Michelle has, has already pointed out, it's very much about like look, zombie movies are kind of an American genre. Like we basically mm. invented the genre of zombie movies as we know it today. And, in this
2: inception and in form. Yeah, like yeah. not
1: not like you go back to the early days of the bell to go see, you know, white zombie, that was more of the voodoo ritual kind of thing.
0: If you're talking but, about Night of the Living Dead onward. Yeah, that's that's an American film.
1: And so the idea of that coming in and literally attacking Japan is, in a way, kind of an indictment of Western culture, just in general. And uh, so the idea that this person, this protagonist, would, one of the protagonists would be obsessed with American culture in that kind of way while still being, like, outwardly praised is kind of odd that they would make that
0: change.
2: Mm. It is, honestly. Yeah, really weird.
0: And and everything is super exaggerated. Everything's really, you know, bloody. They play a lot of, like, hard rock and speed metal on the soundtrack to make all the characters look as cool as possible while they're smashing up brains. Uh, they gather in buses, which are their zombie mobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the people who take advantage of this uh, scenario right away. There's a teacher who decides to start a sex cult on a bus like at, an hour after the zombie apocalypse breaks out. Yep. Yeah, That part's a little With creepy. A student, He's a monster.
2: Which is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: we But the main characters, let's just real, real mm-hmm. fast. There's uh, Takashi who is the dude in that love triangle who at the end of the first episode has to kill his rival and I thought at the end of that episode that this would be like a darker story about how he was kind of fine with that. But it turns out, no, he's the everyman hero. Hmm. And, okay. (laughs) It's not as interesting, but it's fine. He's fine. Uh, Ray is the woman that, uh, or the the teenager that he was in love with. Uh, She is also on uh, the martial arts spear team. So she gets to spear a lot of people. It's fun. Uh, then we have uh, is it Seiko who uh, yeah, who, who does uh, who does uh, kendo um, and she is uh, more old fashioned and uh, kind of straight out of a samurai movie in some yeah. ways. Is that right? My, yeah,
2: um, she's more um, she's a little bit more stoic samurai, mm. more conservative values from Japan, more traditional.
1: Yeah. Uh, then there is uh, Saya uh, who has pink hair. And she is the smart one. She is the head of her class, and boy, does she know it. Yes. And uh, she quickly teams up because oh no, zombies are attacking uh, with uh, the gun enthusiast uh, Kota. Uh, specifically because yeah, he's going to help. He's going to get out of this. He's a gun nut. Yeah. <laughs> Which is smart planning, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like That's pretty clever. Um, and uh, then the the other member of the main crew for most of the for the for the rest of the season, they pick up one more. Uh, main member is the nurse, uh, Shizuka,
2: who is a bit of a cliche. She's basically a pornography stereotype. Mm. Yeah, she
0: She's... is extremely buxom. <laughs> She's very you're, blonde. You're describing all the characters as, as if they're terribly nuanced. They're all cliches. That's fine. Every single it, one of them is a broad cliche, that's including fine. the nurse. That's very, very yeah. true. That we is we very, have to very get true. to know them yeah, somehow. She's, I guess so. She's very, she's very buxom, and you're constantly looking at her crotch, just like every single female character on this show. Well, let's talk well, about fan service, yeah. shall we?
2: <laughs> okay, so I don't know how familiar you are with uh, a lot of the sex comedies from the 70s and 80s in Japan. But Mm. they are extremely fan service heavy to the point of often feeling unwatchable today. Oh, God. um, To today's standards. It's, you know, because it's frequently teens, you know, which is already really scuzzy. And Mm. you, yeah, yikes. And then sometimes it's just... Americans not, had porkies, yeah. by the
1: way. We're oh, yeah. hardly... Yeah, the it's, it's not really yeah, the
2: yeah. taste. Like, there was a series called Cutie Honey, which was a magical girl transformation series. But the thing is that whenever she transformed, she was also naked in front of everybody by accident when mm. she was done. And whoops, how awkward is that mm. for her? And it's a sex comedy. Yeah. It's all, yeah.
0: yeah. It's a sexploitation <laughs> comedies are... I was raised on those. Yeah. Like, we, we yeah. saw Revenge of the Nerds on cable te- television at way too early yeah. an age. Back when the nerds exactly. were considered the heroes.
1: Yeah, and yeah, not, not clearly yeah. the villains, or at least some of them. <laughs> Ooh, that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah the,
0: none of the characters are, are particularly nuanced. And I think that's by design. I think they're yeah. meant to be. I, yeah, I sort think of, they know it. These sort of, uh, <laughs> like, dumb, badass kind of characters. Mm-hmm.
2: And so you can grasp who they are right away, mm. and you can just move along with the, the you uh, know, story and not get stuck. Yeah,
1: I, animation often works in iconography in, mm. in, in pretty much wherever it comes from. Uh, and here, because they're working with, I think, a very simplified storyline, it's just zombies, it's mostly action, there isn't a lot of space and time to have any nuanced character work because no one's going to do anything nuanced. They're going to fight or take a break from fighting. Mm. Yep. To, to, I, I'm, to take I'm, a I can bath be forgiving with each other. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the taking a bath. And that rub has each other.
2: a <laughs> traditional role in most anime series, and the bath episode. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: No, tell tell me about. Let's get there. Okay. So, the bath so we're, 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 okay. So
1: let me let's get there. Real, we don't real really have to I'm, walk what, through this. Yes, song. we do actually because we have a job. Someone has to do this. So <laughs> okay, listen, I have do one job. It's a stupid job, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Sigourney Weaver. Okay, so the zombies attack the school. The kids that we've just described are the ones who figure out what's happening fastest. And they manage to escape the school and run out. And they find out that, of course, all of Japan and, in fact, all of the entire world has been completely overtaken by the zombie apocalypse. And no help is coming. So they have to run around and do their best. And it turns out the nurse knows someone who is uh, part of a military unit. So they go to that woman's uh, house slash apartment. In order to A. Take a break Like be secure Get some rest Bathe and also to stock up on her arsenal of weapons, which most people don't have in Japan, and bathe, and bathe, bathe? yeah, and uh, and, also, and also and also and have sexy sex, yeah, which they do. So uh, they don't. This they do. Nobody actually has sex what you, in this show. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, because they, do. they
2: cut away. They oh. cut
1: away from it, but no, the 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 uh, uh, Ray and Takashi totally have sex in this episode. Right? Was that crazy? No, they, they kind of it's collapse
0: inflamed. into each it's other's inflamed, arms, right? but mm. it's implied. I feel
2: at least that there is sex between um, him and.
1: Uh, psycho. Yeah. Sci-
2: sci- later. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. They, oh, they definitely have sex later. But like, and that's another psych- love track. Yeah, Psycho. Uh, psych-
2: yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's a little I'm hard I keep to on getting to, th- names mixed it's up. It's hard
1: to keep track of the names because there's a lot of characters. This yeah. happens a lot on this show. Frequently we end up just calling every character by the actor's name, but mm. we, we don't know the actors that well either. So it's just, this is one of the reasons why it's useful to talk about people in sort of the broad strokes of the character. Mm. Because this way we can just say, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 kendo person, the kendo, yeah, the, the 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 gen, Generic hero and kendo person, person eventually hook up, but also yeah. generic hero and uh, spear lady also <laughs> hook up in the middle. Arguably, there certainly is an understanding. That there's a there's a lot of
2: cutting away and yeah. oh. uh, intimate close mm. sounds that are kind of breathy, smoochy, like yeah. you know. Well, like like someone kissing their wrist right up next to the well, and a, and a, <laughs> Yeah, And some things were cut away
1: from like in a way that's genuinely confusing. Like at some point in this episode, half of the half of the cast gets drunk, but they they can't show it.
2: Yeah, so that's a thing. Um they really can't show underage characters drinking or getting drunk. So hmm. often in anime series they'll have them. Uh, drink a lot of juice, and then they just get. <laughs> woo, I don't know. That juice is really getting to their heads. Um, and but they have to keep on saying that they're just drinking juice, which is, I think, mm. actually why at the very end he's got a juice box. <laughs> <That's pretty
0: laughs>
1: bizarre. Uh, this is actually yeah. I've seen this in an American movie too, in Britney Spears's uh, Crossroads. I never saw that. <laughs> oh, it is. It is not good. Uh, but uh, in, in Crossroads, Britney Spears plays. A young pre med car mechanic poet who goes on a road trip with a friend to find her birth mother. He's Kim uh, Cattrall, and, right? Uh, yeah, Kim Cattrall plays plays yeah. the birth mom. Uh, and uh, yeah, over, at some point in the in the film, they are in a motel and they crack into the mini bar and they all take out, if memory serves, like Pepsi, because that's what Britney Spears is selling at the time. Yeah. I was like, ooh, they and they all bring out some Pepsis and the next scene they're drunk and I'm like <laughs> what did we miss? Did they go out for booze and Look, we just got that
2: There was tea? something never, strong in those Pepsis we, we never have yeah.
0: sugar at home We've
2: just never <laughs> yeah. had it
0: It's just nothing but celery sticks all day Just one soda will just it, uh, waste you It's always we're fascinating
1: to me when like listen we're, we're, we're showing these teenagers mm killing each other. We're, yeah. we're, we're Listen, they're teenagers, they're hormonal, so there's a lot of sexuality and a lot of obsession with each other's bodies because well, they're the teenagers. There's an a lot Animators'
0: of, obsession with their bodies. There's not, a lot
2: of male obsession with female bodies, for sure. Very, very I'm going to yeah. say that's
0: true. That's 100% true.
1: <laughs> just
2: but generally
0: yet, speaking in the terms of all of art history, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's true.
1: Absolutely, and yet we can't show them drinking. Like there's. It's an interesting line that we cannot cross. Mm-hmm. I, know, I think it's weird, but we we do that in America too. Like when yeah. I dream of Jeannie, you couldn't show her belly button. That's yeah, like you can't. We cannot know she has one of those no. because then she.
2: Well, then we we would doubt that she was actually oh, a, a, a genie or yeah, a, a goddess. Okay. She has to have been hatched from a bottle.
1: Okay, if that was the actual intent, I would have been totally down for it, but that was actually TV standards and practices. You couldn't show a belly button. But it, it, but it I, emphasizes
0: I, I, how magical she I is. I like that. I
2: retroactively that. assign myself a TV writing position on A Dream of Genie and allow them to take this suggestion scan <laughs> <laughs> canon. See, that
0: is
1: good headcanon <laughs> I love it. I love it to pieces. Yeah, but...
2: Uh,
0: School of the Dead. There is not a, a, a breast, a sheer wet white T-shirt, a, a buttock, a pair of panties, a man's pubis that it will not luxuriate uh, disgustingly over. And yet, I'm frustrated that despite all of like the sexiness of sexy, sexy times that were just is being thrust rather aggressively <laughs> in our faces. There's no actual sex. I feel like the characters are sexual without having any sexuality until one like key moment near the end of the series
1: yes where two characters right. definitely it, have sex yeah. well,
0: not, off camera not, not, but they do not that whether or not they actually have sex one character actually admits to having sexual feelings up until that point it's all using sexuality as a stopgap for the violence and I started to get a real horrible sucker punch vibe from that Yeah, where uh, they were sex and violence were kind of two modes of the same feeling
2: can i spoil something about the 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 moment when the characters that actually do have sex oh no sex?
1: we there's this show is all spoilers there's right. an assumption that uh it, you know we, you there's an assumption in the show we usually take people through the entire series okay so, yeah, spoilers so away don't you worry should
2: about. have watched this already great yeah okay or so, you're not
1: interested and you don't care if we spoil it
2: right so, you would argue that there's, there's no sex up until the point when the character who is the samurai who's been having these conservative traditional values mm. confesses that she is sexually attracted to violence.
1: Right. Quite literally. Mm. That yeah.
2: is, I think, just... The theme presented on a platter. Yeah. All of the boobs and everything are usually gore-flecked, and in the middle of a combat scene is how they're presented. They're presented Mm. alongside the violence to show you that you, you are the pervert.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are your, your, lust, your, your lust to see sexuality and yeah. your lust to see violence are mm. functionally the same thing. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. and
2: and it's it's accusing you, oh viewer, of being as perverted as this one character um, who seeks who gains quite a lot of pleasure. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, from and, through and violence through and killing, and, and yeah. indeed, like there's a there's a bit where after she confesses this. Um, this whole incident that uh, she feels has fueled this part of her, that she was always ex- interested in violence. Everyone else is only violent now because there are zombies. But she feels like she always had this mm. inside of her. And once she finally speaks that aloud and like has this cathartic moment, there's a moment where zombies are attacking and it seems like maybe she, she doesn't have a dinner anymore. Maybe she got it out of her system. And then, in, in order to save the day, generic Dudmar... Uh, reminds her of how horny violence makes her, and then she kills every zombie in, like, the fucking block Mm. and yells about how sexually harassed she is and then credits.
2: It's the original wet-ass pussy. You know, it's... (laughs) Just... Just right no, there I, for I, you. I, I, I saw <laughs> yeah. it. It's yeah. kind of
0: it's kind of hard to miss. Right. I, I understood that. And I'm just not impressed. In fact, I'm kind of grossed out because I find that sort of o- oversimplification and the stylized violence to be kind of morally reprehensible in a lot of ways. Yeah. I, I feel like this is an example of what I like the least about the zombie genre, and it's that it appeals to some really unhealthy fantasies that are clearly held by a large contingent of the of the populace otherwise this thing this wouldn't persist and it's well, it's the lord of the wasteland fantasy well, it's the people who want who are waiting for the end of the world patiently biding their time until a zombie apocalypse or something happens the other invades and they now finally have an opportunity they have it stored in their minds that they can just sort of t- t- turn off all of the rules, pick up tools of violence, and start doing violence to other people willy-nilly because that's always been in their hearts.
2: And what's the Mm. other side of the Mm. coin of that? Mm. Is who are these people having these fantasies? Often Mm. people Mm. who haven't been in control or had power. The very young tend to have these fantasies. People who've experienced Mm. trauma tend to have... Survivalist fantasies. Yeah. You're, mm. you're
1: jumping right to the hardcore sort of dangerous survivalist fantasy, which I'm yeah. sure those I'm sure a lot of people who have that, you know, we have a bunker full of weapons, I'm mm. sure that is indeed someone who would enjoy something like this, but that's not exclusively. And I think when you look at the zombie genre, zombie the zombie genre as the George Romero mm. wave started it, is about the collapse of society. And what we see in the collapse of society is that people who felt out of place in society all of a sudden have an opportunity to be seen to be effective to live their lives to be cool society as we all know can be very oppressive yeah, to well, a lot of people you- all the time and as a result i'm just saying i'm not saying that like it is uniformly a positive thing but i do think it's easy to look at a zombie story or apocalyptic story and and find maybe not some kind of guilty, giddy thrill in seeing death and violence and thinking yourself as the perpetrator of it, but maybe thinking to yourself with as,
0: yeah, maybe when the shit hits the fan, it'll be my time to shine because right now nobody gives a shit about me. But the My Time to Shine thing, that, that these expressions of of power and being cool all involve murdering other human beings. Well, because it's a horror genre. Right. If or, it wasn't a horror genre, we'd do another metaphor.
2: Yeah.
0: like It could it's, still be horror, and the characters could be vaunted for how adaptable they are to a situation, right. or how resourceful they are.
2: The fantasies are stemming from things that people are interested in, though. These are people who are interested in mm. horror films. And mm. maybe, you know... Examining those things and examining fears is the positive way of going about this. Let let me just go work with Mm -hmm. this here. If we experience trauma and we don't discuss it and we don't examine it and we just internalize it, it becomes us hoarding, you know, a bunch of guns in a house and being very afraid because we're afraid to talk about our fear. But if we can find a place to like a killing cage, let's just say, of fiction where Mm. we can let this fantasy go to its most extreme places and see it and look it in the eye and say, wow, that wasn't a good thing. You can grow from that.
0: that The horror genre does that a lot. I I suppose so. I just wish I didn't have to watch... Horrendous assholes murdering people and taking a lot of pleasure in it, and I feeling completely horribly miserable watching this piece of shit show. And I, I, to, suspect, to get that,
1: I'm, I'm going to say something right now, and I hmm. cannot say this with absolute certainty, but I did dip just a teensy little bit into the dub. Hmm. A, the acting was shit.
0: Oh, it the u- usually is. Yeah. So,
1: so you're you're really that that's a bit to the detriment as well. And it sounds like they did. Maybe not a significant rewrite, but a very distinct polish on this thing that might have made your experience watching it, at the very least, noticeably different than uh, our experience watching it. Which, and I'm going to say this right now, sometimes this show is just puerile. Sometimes yeah. the show yeah. is just it's it tasteless. Stupid. It yes. is, of course, really violent. It is, of course, really sexual. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could say to yourself, Oh, I, that, that could be sexy. And sometimes you're Okay, that's just ridiculous. There's a scene in this show where <laughs> someone. Porn there's sense. a scene yes. in this yeah. show where. And, and I looked at this shot and I thought to myself, Zack Snyder wishes he could do this. Where someone shoots a bullet oh, and then we shoot. <laughs> the, the, we slow down. <laughs> we slow down <laughs> and we follow the bullet across like a wave of zombies mm. and the bullet flies underneath someone, like a, 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 a lady. <laughs> doing a flying kick and then through through another woman is like bending over backwards like the matrix and her breasts are bobbing up and down like, u- and
0: alternately flailing and yeah. it flies
1: between her breasts in like perfect time and it's just like Wow, that's not Mm. subtle.
2: They were amazing. That was (laughs)
1: like, you just have, you kind of like, (laughs) tasteless or not, you kind of have to go, well, they did it. They did the ultimate. The ultimate shot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, can yeah, you, what can you do?
0: Cinema <laughs> is over now. <laughs> they just started up that one, one perfect shot. The Twitter account. it's, yeah. it's going to be a show on HBO. It's I like, just oh, want to. They, res- they did it already. This, this show.
2: I just want to resurrect Melies to let him know <laughs> this is how it went <laughs> Thank down.
1: You. Thank you for your service, and he's going to see so, the shot, and he's going to go. I never thought of that. That shit's amazing. I took so, you I the
2: moon. I never took you there, and
0: then yeah.
1: he'll
0: just. Slow motion, bullet time,
2: <laughs> oh. flapping
0: breast shot. Oh,
1: and, and listen, and that's ludicrous. That's absolutely ludicrous. And sometimes it's genuinely uncomfortable. And yeah. that's true. And that sucks. And it's one of those shows where there's stuff I really like about this show. I like its energy. I like how I like the style. It's mm. you know, it's not the kind of thing I normally wouldn't binge this. So I get a little exhausted with it. But like you know, on a serialized basis, the energy is is fun. Um, but uh, yeah, listen. There are moments where this loses me, but I didn't have this like visceral hate for rea- reaction that you're having, and I wonder yeah, if it's right. because you watched you watch the dub and it's it's a different beast. It,
0: it's entirely possible, but this is also just dipping into a, a genre and an ethos and a certain kind of uh, horror storytelling that I've always been uncomfortable with. Right. Uh, but, but you're coming at it from a particular perspective, and like, I think like there are other the, perspectives that we've already discussed. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just coming at it from the zombie genre perspective, and uh, how zombie films tend to uh, try to depict people in extreme situations, right? The, yeah, the sure. world is at an end. People are now forced to live in a society uh, in microcosm, usually in an enclosed place, a mm-hmm. mall or a house, and figure out what humanity is. Now, what what do we permit ourselves to do? What is our new moral code? And people are typically driven to extremes, and the problem with uh, that kind of storytelling is it usually is just reduced to a series of scenes where people are screaming at each other in a house, and it's not uh, insightful or interesting or well thought out at all. It's just a lot of yelling. Well, and it becomes incredibly shrill, and I want to just turn it off and go do something nice. I'm
1: going to say something, and I think this may be the most insightful mm-hmm potent statement i've ever made things that are done badly Mm. are often bad (laughs) (laughs) i think we can all agree that there are good zombie movies out there and we also Mm. agree that there's a lot of shit and when you have something like the zombie movie genre where it's it's cheap to do you can make a zombie movie for a very low amount of money Mm. and you can tap into a zeitgeist And you don't have to be good at it in order to make a profit. And that leads to a lot of people who don't have anything to say, who are just being superficial, that you'll get a lot of crap. Yeah. That's just something. I do get a lot of crap anyway in any genre, but, like, it's easier in something that is profitable, Mm. inexpensive, genre-oriented. Anyone can throw it together. But... That doesn't mean that there aren't great ways to do this. I'm not even. I'm not even saying *High School of the Dead* is that way, but there are great ways to do this. Yeah, Luke, what, what zombie seems- movies do you
0: like? Uh, what was the last zombie movie I like? does that have be the last one. Just any of them. I, like, I liked Unzeit, that German zombie film. That one I was pretty normal. good. Okay. Um, uh, the the problem with uh. Making sort of a really broad send-up of American zombie tropes and the way American films in particular tend to blend sex and violence in this really kind of unsavory way is that the send-up looks exactly like the genuine article.
1: What have you seen that looks exactly like this in America as a zombie movie? I'm curious. Because I've never (laughs) seen an American zombie movie that was this eroticized i have not seen this well i, I mean may, outside of like maybe you know adult cinema but like that's a different yeah. entity like like
0: what are you like what are you talking about oh um, what, what have i seen I, I feel like i've seen this like a hundred times before is the problem well I, I can think of like there was that one um
1: there was uh one really bad mm. uh horror movie we saw where uh Oh, said. Stri- stri- stripperland yes yeah, stri- stripperland there was one where uh it was it was a zombie movie but the zombies all turn into zombie strippers
0: mm. and there was an also another movie called zombie strippers yeah which was a different movie
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, and that and that was but yeah. but again those, 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 those are, are on the those very low examples. end of that spectrum that's we're talking like trauma mm. level stuff here and that's kind of my point it's done badly
0: yeah and and when you're making something that looks exactly like shit you're making shit (laughs) but let me
1: ask let me ask you this question does it matter where it comes from like this is people outside of America looking Mm. in and saying here's what your culture is
2: thoughts Mm. State that question again. Yeah. Well, I guess what, what I guess,
1: I guess my point is is that you know it's one thing like oh we're gonna make fun of it's like when uh, you watch like one of the scary movies or the date movies oh, yeah. and it feels like oh they're making fun of rom coms and oh she's got a big butt like you you're not really getting anything out of it it just feels kind of superficial but when you look at like something like that coming from outside of America from outside of the culture and looking at how other people in the world perhaps mm. look at American culture and if this is something that we're they're, we're being accused of making. Does that not have a different level of weight to it?
0: I, I maybe as an American, I'm. Does it not, not come, does it not come not, across as critical? I, I it maybe I'm just not familiar. Man, Michelle, maybe you can uh, illuminate this. But uh, are there uh, certain kinds of visual cues or uh, phrases that they use in High School of the Dead? that are uh, pejoratives for Americans. Like, is there anything that they say or do that is specifically geared toward mocking America and American I mean, they make
2: a caricature of Jackie Onassis.
0: Yeah, a
1: zombie Jackie Onassis on Air Force One is killing people, Mm -hmm. and JFK (laughs) is in, like, the ready room, and they're just saying, well, we gotta bomb Mm -hmm. the whole world now. We gotta do it before we turn into zombies because we're gonna turn into zombies. So we better kill everyone now. Mm. It's not subtle.
0: So
2: that's pretty on the nose. A a, a little bit. I mean, most of most of this. I, I think this is mostly interesting if you just look at it from the perspective of cultural anxiety. It's it's anxiety about immigration of ideas and people, and it's It's very extreme, like in it it's it takes it into interesting dark places and genres that we don't tend to have out here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a different kind of experience. There's little things too that I mean are are subtle that we're that we're missing that are just references to other horror. Um, films and whatnot, there's a shot that's referencing uh, Osamu Tetsuka's Blackjack and stuff. Osamu Tetsuka, mm-hmm. you know, one of the fathers of yeah. anime before Miyazaki uh, came into his own. Osamu Tetsuka was the father of Japanese animation. Um, yeah. uh, Astro, Astro Boy, for example. Astro, Astro Boy. saw
0: Metropolis.
2: Yeah. He also was renowned for just covering tons of different topics. He's written multi-volume about the Buddha, um, just uh, did a a fascinating graphic novel called Ayako uh, about a sex worker in Japan um, during one of the world wars. So he had like tons of different interests, and he did this horror surgeon series called Blackjack as well, which is uh, basically about a surgeon who's so good that he can solve nearly anything, but he asks for an insanely high price. That's inevitably kind of a "Tales from the Crypt" monkey's paw situation. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Well, just what's, what's yeah. the
0: shot in question?
2: Oh, it's one of the early shots that shows the protagonist as Blackjack. It depicts him as Blackjack with the hair. Just okay. it has its certain way because uh, Blackjack always has like this shock of white. Mm-hmm. So, For so like, if stuff. there's
1: like an American or or a Western thing, would it be like if uh, at the beginning of the film? we saw him and his silhouette look like Clint Eastwood and the and the man with no name like a you bit would like you that. would recognize the iconography it was, it was if you yeah. were familiar with it holding you know?
0: something it looks like he was wearing a Freddy glove or something yeah something like that yeah.
1: you would if you knew blackjack you would know this and i didn't okay. actually yeah. so Michelle got to explain this to me so, but like that this is one of the reasons why it's tricky it's, to review maybe. shows from other cu- cultures yeah. cuz yeah. there is some really innate stuff that we can just miss yeah, there's a lot
2: of other things informing the characters and the character design that aren't just obvious even when you watch it basically yeah. mm-hmm. well, i think it's just interesting as part of a larger text of japanese cinema and anime as a whole <laughs> listen when you look at a lot yeah. of
1: I, i've watched a fair amount of japanese yeah. cinema and japanese television and japanese anime and well anime but uh a lot of there, there does seem to be a lot of anxieties in a lot of those stories about the influence of the West on Japanese culture, I mean, you mm-hmm. can look at uh, *Pompoko*, yeah. uh, Studio Ghibli film about yeah. uh, a uh, you know a bunch of they're are they tanukis or raccoons are those different tanukis. things? Tanukis are different. They things? are different. Okay, there's uh, tanukis who are um, um, humans are encroaching into the the wilds, and uh, they decide they're going to fight back. Against this Mm. westernized civilization that is taking over their pure habitat, and eventually they end up they fight, they fight, they fight, and eventually they end up just kind of acclimating a bit and it being kind of sad. And uh, and of course they fight using shape
0: shifting testicles. That's why it sold so well in America. That one was not (laughs) that big over here. It's weird.
2: Um, I even I actually think of Curacao as I live in fear. Which, hmm. is, when about know, story, which is, you know, about... I,
0: I love my living fear.
2: Right, and it's fantastic. It's about nuclear anxiety and, mm. and anxiety about the West, you know, in a way as well. And I think it's kind of telling that this series, you know, they leave it with also the nuclear, like, impact, you know, mm. coming down on their, these characters, too. It's kind yeah. of...
1: Yeah, and towards the end of the series, America just says "fuck it" and decides to blow up the whole world, and uh, a, a nuclear bomb actually lands in Japan. And it's one of the things that like kicks like the climax into high gear, is because okay, so we're actually pretty good. We're in like a big stronghold. We got a lot of weapons, and everything's gonna. Everything might be okay. We might be okay. What was that flash? What was yeah. that flash? And why did every single piece of electrical equipment in Japan suddenly stop working at once? And oh, fuck! Mm-hmm. And so now we're screwed again. Which is classic Walking Dead syndrome, uh, which I think the comic was already out by that point. So the, they mm. might have been familiar
0: with that, well, too. Well, we actually never got to the vitals. What, when did this air in Japan?
1: Oh, uh, one second. Yeah. Let, me, uh, let me grab that. I had actually uh, moved a bit on. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, I had the screen up, but then I was looking at a few other random things. Um, oh, so this aired from July 5th, 2010 through September 20th. 2010. It was 12 episodes, plus an OVA, which we actually didn't watch and wasn't available on Hulu. Uh, Michelle, what's an OVA? I don't think we really have a corollary here.
2: Uh, So that is basically when you've already had usually the run of an anime series, and maybe it ended a little bit early, or maybe it had a full run. But anyway, there's some demand for it, and you're drumming up investments and investors, And maybe you can get the same studio that you had to do your original series. Maybe you can't. (laughs) When you can't, you usually end up with um, a lot of complaints from the fan base afterwards because they're going to be upset about just even style, subtle differences, Mm -hmm. which are inevitably going to happen because it's a completely different group of people. But uh, sometimes the stories can be different. Sometimes uh, it encapsulates the whole series in a short episode. Sometimes you're like, was this even part of the manga? I don't know what just happened. And it's just a special Mm. little treat.
0: (laughs) Do do you know the content of the the special for High School of the Dead?
2: (sighs) It's been so long that I don't remember it clearly. But one <laughs> I mean, yeah. The one
1: thing you were saying is that uh, the, it kind of accelerated a little bit, like mm-hmm. uh, the nurse character and her friend, who's uh, a soldier. Like that whole connection and plotline like happened faster, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, as opposed yeah. to being padded
0: out because we have a whole series to play with. Were, were they just friends or were they lovers?
2: I think that the series just left them as friends. Okay, yeah. And
0: well, the show, they were
1: friends, but you know, yeah. And uh, one more vital stat. Uh, mm. The show was uh, animated by Madhouse, which is a really big anime uh, company, and they've done a lot of stuff people have
2: probably
1: heard of, uh, including, uh, let's say, they did Paranoia Agents, they did Summer Wars, uh, they, did, um, uh, they did the original Trigon, they did the first season of One Punch Man. Uh, so they do a lot of mm. major yeah, programs. Really yeah, cool Um but, And yet, even so, yeah, there's... there's you know a lot of corners cut here and there here as we've discussed and there's that episode in the middle which is like half of the episode is a recap of stuff that we've seen before right. which is yeah always death hmm. just uh...
2: God. It's the clip show. I well, know, yeah, but
1: we're five episodes <laughs> in. Clip show.
2: Normally, you save that for the end. It was actually one of
1: the cleverer ideas in the Clerks the animated series, where the second episode was the clip show, and almost all of the clips were from the pilot. That's
2: hilarious.
1: Which was a funny idea. I but think we can agree on that.
0: They, they did that on uh, Sam and Max Freelance Police. Oh, yeah, they Had yeah. a clip show, but it was they, there were no clips like from existing <laughs> shows. It was all original stuff. Yeah. So it must have been just massively complicated to animate. <laughs> There was, and then <laughs> there was the uh, time you swallowed a wallet.
1: There was in the in the original. They put out a book when Mystery Science Theater three thousand was still on the air. That was about the making of the show, and it was an episode really? guide. And of course, it was immediately out of date because
0: the show wasn't done yet.
1: But uh, one,
0: I, I, I bought it. I still have my copy. I, I still have it too. It's an autograph.
1: And they were talking about one episode. I wish I could remember what episode it was. But they were talking about uh, how this week uh, our props manager said. Uh, he was really busy and could we please use as few props and, and have few setups as possible for the interstitial sketches and we said sure so he said we'll be really really clever and we'll do a whole sketch about a sketch that doesn't happen hmm. problem is we needed a lot of props for that sketch and he ended up having to work twice as hard as usual <laughs> <laughs>
0: To nice. Jeff Maynard was the guy's name. There you <laughs> I go, I remember. remember that. I'm
1: glad you remember that, that's, that's Tool, awesome.
0: Toolmaster Jeff Maynard.
1: Um, but uh, one of the things that actually kind of bugs me about this show, and it's something that befalls a lot of horror shows, is uh, once you get like a main cast together, they seem kind of safe. Like, that's a true. lot of people will die, but not our main guys. Hmm. And that can be kind of frustrating, because it feels after a while like they're basically just superheroes, and nothing bad can ever really oh. happen to them. And I kind of thought maybe in the last episode... <laughs> someone would die, you know, and that's not a thing, is it? Well, they could
2: always just pick up red shirts randomly. Yeah, (laughs)
1: that's what you kind of do, and for a bit they kind of do that. They were like, we saved a couple of people, and then the next scene they all die, and I'm like, shit,
0: why did we bother? Well, I mean, they're all already sort of unstoppable action badasses from, you know, frame one, so that they don't die doesn't frustrate me. And whenever a TV show kills off a main character, especially, like, at a really opportune dramatic moments like we're nearing down we're almost at the finish line oh no we lost the funny guy (laughs) you're thinking uh, of serenity aren't you So that's a, one example of many, but yeah. just whenever they kill off a main character, it always feels to me like the writers ran out of ideas. Yeah. Like they couldn't think of a good way to get out of that scenario, so they'll just kill them. That'll be dramatic, and it's yeah, like. It's that'll like, get like,
1: everyone's attention. It's always yeah. a
0: cheap shot to me. Oh no, we're going to murder our main character. Well, that's the easy thing to do. That's the, like, the cheapest, easiest way to, to and the know, manufacture some sometimes, And indeed, that's
1: a trap Walking Dead fell into, which is why I stopped watching Walking Dead. Because yeah, like, it oh, felt yeah. really forced.
2: You can it's only like a, do it a couple times, really, yeah. before it just. And you
1: really yeah. got to space it out because yes. otherwise, it's not going to be surprising. Yeah. Then yeah. killing a main character is just that thing you do. Yeah. And you a you don't want to get invested in the characters, and if you and even if you do, you know they're all on the yeah. chopping block. But should, like, I think also, in a horror show, there yeah. should be at least some stakes once in a while. I suppose so, but
0: that. people should die. Completely incidentally, that's the best way to sure. go about it. To really shock. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that needs to make a big of, uh, deal out of every death, but sometimes I'm thinking of yeah. Tasha Yar. She was just trying to walk past a tar monster and she died. <laughs> <laughs> and they beamed her up to the ship and she has this horrible makeup. And Beverly Crusher is standing over and she, she's like, she 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 seems like she didn't see the script. It's like she's scanning, she's dead. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> walking by that Tarmar yeah. like, didn't they do that in
1: an episode of MASH where like some guy just didn't want to be on the show anymore so they killed him off and they just had interrupted a scene to just say hey that guy's plane crashed and he's dead now Neat. and you're just like oh yeah shit I mean that could happen that's a war, it's show, a war. Yeah, yeah exactly it's, and this is a zombie war it could just happen yeah. right
2: reminds it's me random. of like Soap Dish when they're trying to start <laughs> So you came up with two that's imaginary twins Simone who died in a
0: train wreck <laughs> Again you
1: could write anything Mostly. that's yeah, the beauty yeah. of fiction you can, you can make it all up It's one of the things that bugs me when people are just saying like oh god I can't believe they did that in Star Wars and I'm just like you know they're making it up,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> they
1: just made that up. You can unmake it's it true. up. You can you can make up
0: something stupider to
2: replace it.
0: How is Who Darth How's Darth Vader back? Watch. Darth Vader mm-hmm. is back. Look, I just wrote it. It I, happened. Yeah. <laughs> no!
2: Magic of the pencil.
0: Someone was talking <laughs> about
1: on Twitter about how everyone's like, oh, God, how are they going to incorporate the X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Mm-hmm. And someone on Twitter was just like, here you go. Scene one. Exterior. Avengers Mansion. Professor X. Hi, Iron Man. I'm Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> and listen on some level iron that might not be satisfying man. but you can do it who cares I, yeah. iron, just man. Get it done. iron Man Iron yeah. Man to
0: the camera by the way I'm alive <laughs>
1: on, some, on some level it's been we, a
2: long time since we've spoken on <laughs> some
0: level we just want to see these
1: cool people do cool stuff and I yeah, think yeah. that is something that High School of the Dead does I mean yeah we talk about it being a conversation between the East and the West which is a conversation pop culture's been having you know since like Kurosawa borrowed from Westerns and then Westerns borrowed from Kurosawa yeah. and, and back beyond that uh But, on some level, there is a simple superficial joy of seeing a bunch of sexy people kill zombies. Mm. And uh, if that's all you're into, man, this is the show. (laughs) This that's, is the show. All it
0: is
1: that's I, again we're <laughs> arguing that that's, all. that's Although, not all it is. You but, know yeah. what?
2: Fair warning: the fan service is not evenly distri- distributed among the guys. Nope. No, no. And I, that frustrated
0: me. Yeah. Yeah. Where's where's, that sucks. where's my man ass? Yeah, yeah there's that's, no female
1: gays in this movie in this show. That's, that's like,
0: and, well, and that was that's another thing that yeah. sort of highlighted my complaints. It's though the women are being really exploited, and one of the women are like taking their baths and giggling and squeezing each other's mm-hmm. boobs. The men are like fondling each other's guns. Not, uh, not, is not, is that not a commentary? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it's obvious. Okay, I saw I'm, it. saying, I'm not impressed. I'm not <laughs> saying it's impressive, but I am saying is that they did cover their bases. Yeah, well, but it, wouldn't it been, have been nice if instead of fondling each other's guns, they were those dudes were just making out?
1: Wouldn't that have been more progressive than critical, though, if we're discussing this mm-hmm. as a criticism of the way the West handles that kind of thing?
0: Um, or it could have been just yet another extreme. Perhaps. Yeah. The men get, the, the straight men get so horny doing violence and gun stuff that they just gotta make out.
1: <laughs> I would love to see that movie,
2: I'm not yeah. gonna lie. So, <laughs> so you're saying you want this to yeah. have another shot, but remade
0: more with, queer with yeah, queer like characters strong, oh, f- stronger yeah. queer overtones <laughs> I think we can all agree that
1: that would be good
2: only if we remove the child character please yeah so
1: halfway cause... through this series they go out of their way to save like a 12 year old girl oh, she's like 9 she's, she's a girl, way younger right yeah, yeah well, according according to the thing I was reading on Twitter uh, on mm-hmm. uh, Wikipedia she's supposed to be 12 but she, she skews much younger And uh, and this has been such an adult show that the incorporation of a kid character seems so weird and uncomfortable, and you kind of yeah, and it's like maybe we shouldn't do this. And to their credit, they never like go too creepy like with that. But like, she doesn't do anything. She's not here for a reason. She doesn't even really humanize them. It's not like Mm. oh, like there's a moment where like.
0: Like oh, one are of we the are we gonna kind of sh- holds her while they they snuggle well, they, up but that's, that's they decide of, decide very paternal. they've still
2: gotta save the kid. Remember yeah, that's yeah. the only moment it's for emotionally is
1: but like they yeah. could. it's what's weird though is that they had every opportunity to hand that kid off to someone who was maybe, more responsible and isn't just gonna like because they're driving around on humvees while like people are like gripping onto the roof while they do that pop a wheelie on the side thing and her head almost gets cut off but it doesn't because she's so fucking badass like maybe we don't need a little kid in that and maybe that's just unsafe (laughs) maybe we should just drop them off at like one of those military bunkers and just say yeah look we're teenagers We're, we're we're barely keeping ourselves alive
2: but don't they just go directly from, like, the Humvee with the kid to the compound? Yeah. And then the compound has issues?
1: The compound gets, like, attacked and stuff at the end, but the implication is that they're all, like, a lot of the other people are going to escape. So, like, maybe leave them with them?
2: Hmm. Or not? I don't the know. The implication like, was I thought that the parents were dying in a blaze of glory.
1: Perhaps, but maybe, and maybe <laughs> it felt to me like because we didn't see the Very parents young die. It felt to me because, and it's the the genius girls' parents. They're like both like politicians or whatever, and they've got a plan to start up Japan again. But of course, the electromagnetic pulse ruins that, and everything collapses, and they're all a big zombie attack. But. I don't know, but again, we're talking about, they could have... If we're talking about, like, why do they need this kid here, they could have written it that some people escaped and that kid would have been fine. Like, they could have added that in there and we could have gotten rid of the kid. They're just really committed to having this little kid there. And it's like, it doesn't feel like the show. It just doesn't. It's a weird... It's like... I'm trying to think of, like, an example here. It's like adding Cousin Oliver to Sin City. You're just like... (laughs)
0: Why is he here? (laughs) That's where I wanted
1: to see Cousin Oliver. Right? Like, it's just, there's no, this is the wrong, A, I don't want to see this character anyway, and B, they're in the wrong film. Like, it's weird, Mm. it's, Forced and she never has anything really productive to do. She it would have
2: like been help. nice if like her mom had once. been at the camp compound. There you go. That would solved everything. Like, yeah. I would have been fine with I'm that.
0: Done. She's got someone you, you can trust. Boom. Shoot, i I've I've been looking I've been trying to remember the term and I can't. But there's there's a Japanese word for uh like uh, obsessed to the point of distraction, particularly with like schoolgirls. Okay. Like like there's there's an actual phrase, like an okay. actual Japanese phrase to encapsulate this kind of very specific type of uh, objective, usually sexual obsession with with girls. It's, yeah, it's, uh, Th- it's a fetish. It's yeah. a, it's a fetish. I mean, we've yeah. all seen anime. I mean, it, it, where it, people it goes beyond. Yeah, it goes. Yeah. It goes beyond fetish, but you know, I, yeah. I think that's. I mean, that's why we. I think we see all a lot of that iconography is you know this something about Japanese culture that has defined that and that we see repeated time and time again. Um, I'm just really glad that yeah we didn't see like anything or, or, creepy yeah anything yeah and yes. anything involving the, the young girl's body because that would have just that would have right. that would yeah, have been disgusting and i would have canceled light. this
1: episode i wouldn't want to even talk about i, it. I yeah. think
0: i think it's a gross show anyway but yeah that would have been yeah. far too many yeah. tokes over the line yeah
1: so so they, they do have some sense of where a line is mm-hmm. um arguably they do step over it a couple of times but mm-hmm. like at least that's the line they don't cross mm-hmm. and thank god yeah, yeah.
0: But, because yeah um they're, they're still weird, uh, fetishy close-ups of... I, I, I don't know what the boobs are made of in this universe, but they don't <laughs> behave like human breasts. Like they're, they're, they're handled, and they're they like semi-liquid... Like they're, it's like silly putty.
2: It's <laughs> more like... I'm trying to think of the exact element of it, but it's like one of those weird rubbery elements. It feels like a can, ball of mercury, yeah. just like, yeah. It kinda, it's got yeah. that mercury yeah. spray sometimes. Yeah, like, they can just ooze into whatever shape, but they're also sometimes resistant. I don't know. You know what they are they're, yeah, they're,
1: they're, they're all excellent. cartoons, but but the breasts are Looney Tunes. Like they're yeah. like they yeah. can like they can do whatever is required at the moment.
2: They're and magic.
1: It's like it's like Roger Rabbit. He can do whatever breasts he wants. Are are magic. <laughs> Roger Rabbit can do whatever he wants when it's funny. They yeah. can the breasts can do whatever they want as long as it's sexy.
0: I'm gonna kill that zombie. What yeah. do you think, Breast? We must
2: blow up the earth. Well, hey, yeah. boobs helped murder zombies at least <laughs> once with the gun yeah. shooting. Oh, that's thing. right. They
1: propped
0: a gun yeah. on a breast. On a yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and
1: I love their one. Their one dip into realism was that, like, two episodes later, she's got like third degree burns on her breasts, and she has to like. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the one time. <laughs> that's the
1: one time anything quasi because that that same character is also like thrown off of a moving car into concrete and is fine in a couple of hours. But but the gunfire muscles on the breast,
2: afterwards. Oh, that's
1: Sorma, wow. oh. Yeah, that's, yeah. She that's had why she had like tiger
2: bath. bomb or whatever yeah. later on.
1: Even even Wolverine they would at least show him like growing back some like shaved off skin or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs>
2: She rolled. Cool. She tucked and rolled. Obviously, yeah. she.
0: <laughs> How did, maybe they have the same power that the the Fast and Furious cast. Had.
1: Oh, they one they uh, so like is
0: resistance we, against cars. Yeah,
1: if, if you haven't heard our argument about this, if you watch the Fast and Furious movies, uh, every single one of those characters could die from a bullet to the head, but as long as they're in a car, they're completely invincible. They've got plus one hundred against cars to the extent that they would like fall like a hundred feet at mm. 60 miles an hour, and land on a car and be fine, and mm. later, And the next scene they'll have the line, how did you know there would be a car there to break our fall?
0: <laughs> That's an actual line of dialogue from Furious yeah.
1: 6. I interviewed the screenwriter, he was just like,
0: I thought it was silly, too!
1: <laughs> I'm so glad someone thought that was funny! <laughs> because, come yeah, on! It's big,
0: pretty great. It's a two-ton yeah. hunk of metal! I, was, I, was the, I think it was the only one snickering at that line. <laughs>
1: no, I was, I was with you that day, I remember that,
0: that was ridiculous <laughs> it's not the way cars work <laughs> but that's just yeah,
1: but that's and let's be honest you, this isn't a superhero show but it's yeah. got that kind but it, of but power is, fantasy yeah. vibe where yeah. as long as it's cool It doesn't Mm. matter. You can totally do it and you'll like survive Mm. any injury as long as it's not important to the plot that you have. And you
2: can haul huge guns around all day and you will not get tired or blisters Mm. on your feet or have to go to the bathroom except for once. I think there was a bathroom. There was one mention
1: of a bathroom.
0: But like
2: mostly you're pretty resilient.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You ever see the movie Kelly's Heroes with Clint Eastwood? Long time ago. Yeah. Um, one of the character they they have to they what they want to steal some Nazi gold and okay. they they and they're like the slug about slug and layabouts of the the American army, and uh, one of them has to carry a machine gun and they have to march to a faraway destination and a big plot point is like he's bribing other people I'll give you a share of my gold if you just carry this goddamn machine gun like it's this <laughs> huge thing he has to carry on his shoulder. Well, you, don't, yeah. you don't see that in movies a lot. They're just Dude, holding yeah. their guns like well, pre- I don't know how heavy a like gun fight. is. Predator yeah. but, uh, yeah. they did
1: that as well. And one of the things and try to make like the characters look badass is mm. they have this portable minigun. That thing was so heavy. Jesse the the body Ventura couldn't really carry it, and they had yeah. to like have a crane mm. with like a <laughs> wire to hold that thing up. And the whole thing is it's a fucking cartoon. Like yeah. we know yeah. that's not a thing. Yeah. Like I actually really like in Aliens how like. Uh, James Cameron wanted to give his characters those giant guns, but he gave them steady cam rigs so they could carry them around. Those are just steady cam rigs with oh, guns that's on them. funny. It's really oh. hilarious, but like it looks cool actually. And <laughs> it makes more sense. Mm. That's the whole yeah, that that makes a lot of sense Why actually. Not? Yeah, it's neat.
0: <laughs> Also, um, also, could you shoot this scene? <laughs> the scene?
1: <laughs> the photographer is just under the weather, so yeah, strap a camera. In. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about? Because normally we'd go through episode to episode, but it's so straightforward. They they fight, they get split up. A couple of characters hook up, they unhook up, they rehook up.
2: Oh, the importance of the bat, the bathing scene, I guess. Oh yeah, basically. we didn't really discuss
1: that too much. Yeah. So.
2: Almost every anime series, regardless of genre, will have an episode that's kind of fan y where they go to a beach, hmm. a sauna. Um, we just had know, this like with Devil's Part timer as well. We had a beach episode. Yeah, that of kind of thing. Yeah. Something or a public bath. Anything where they're going to be stripped down and there's hmm. going to be comedy. And that's what they did. They gave you comedy and boobs, and that's all they had.
0: <laughs> funny Breasts, the series, would yeah. do gangbusters in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually a thing. Would <laughs> <laughs> anyone that, be surprised if that's actually a yeah, thing? If there was actually an anime series Not called really. Funny Breasts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the people who love them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would be called, like, Funny Breasts! exclamation point, um, And then it would have, like, some, some completely, like, they translated a little too directly. So I mean like the funny breasts squirrel saga dark side you know something (laughs) something along that side. I
1: used to love like there was this weird there was this wonderful period uh, in um, I was working at a bookstore Around the time manga started getting like big sections in bookstores, as mm. opposed to just little sections, like there would be whole walls at Barnes and Noble dedicated to manga, and it was great actually. Yeah. But like you would look at like some of them, and it's, some of the titles just felt like you just took two random words and put them together, yeah. like pumpkin scissors, <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, I'm sure this is a wonderful manga, but huh? Cause, <laughs> it's cause my those favorite words, helium record. Because
2: those words are fun. Yeah, and I, I agree. And they're going to tell you that you're going to do something magical and cute. That's all that the title has yeah, to tell yeah. you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember uh, when I was traveling abroad, I, I needed a, a workbook for my, my homework. And uh, I picked up a Japanese workbook in Finland, weirdly, but it was imported from Japan. That's fun. And it had a, just a, an old a picture of, like, an old-timey street in a city somewhere. And then it said really big across the, ti- uh, across the top, uh, Old Good Places. And then again, old. <laughs> <laughs> old, okay. old Good Places. That's a little bizarre. It feels like a non sequitur, but mm. uh, okay, you're, you're evoking something. Why did you say old again?
2: Well, if, was it know. straight across as a title? Because other, mm-hmm. it lo- sounds kind of like it's visually architectural, like the olds are holding up. <laughs> no, it was, it, was <laughs> old, it was
0: older places, and old was on a different part. on the Oh, panel, uh, then it's very confusing yeah. for me.
2: I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't think some people understand the importance of things like typefaces or font size. You you ever you know, we've all seen like some sort of logo yeah. where like they put like a big word, but like the word that comes in front of it is actually like embedded in it so it doesn't read right. Yeah. And you're reading yeah. the wrong word first. And it makes me just wanna like punch a Photoshop program. <laughs> it's just like you come on, Photoshop, this shouldn't even be a thing. You shouldn't be able to export that. Like <laughs> It's ridiculous.
0: The one that always got me is uh, all, all of the words you see, like padded pedestrian crossing, on, mm-hmm. like painted on the street. I was right from top to bottom. I can see that far. Yeah. <laughs> I'd same. I, yeah. I always do the same thing. Why does it reach, say reach... zing pet? I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We've gone way off topic We have, here. but people love it when
1: we go way off topic. Yeah. I love it when we go way off topic. I like talking to you folks. You're my favorites. I, I, just so
0: long as I don't have to talk about this show anymore. Look,
1: I, I, just, I, I just not have a single show, wit of pleasure watching let's, this let's, let's wrap this up. The show continued in manga form uh, for quite a while. We almost didn't do this show. There's a few shows that got canceled really early, but it was no one's fault, and it's because someone on the production died tragically. Uh, that sucks. There's nothing good about it. Then, of course, the reason why it is canceled is we we would obviously go it was canceled too soon because we'd rather people be alive. Yeah. Case in point, recently there was that Training Day television series with Bill Paxton. I heard it was rather good, and it didn't continue because Bill Paxton died unexpectedly. So, yeah, maybe we'll talk about it someday, but of course we're going to say it was canceled too soon because we'd rather Bill Paxton be alive. Here, the writer of High School of the Dead died. However... Uh, Upon closer examination, that wasn't a reason not to cover the show because the the writer died like seven years after the show aired. So the show had plenty of time to have more episodes. The manga remains unfinished because they decided not to continue without Mm -hmm. them, but the show did not continue. Um, Obviously, they had the material if they wanted to go on because there was more manga. Uh, but I'm actually i mostly actually I want to talk to Michelle because we we don't get to hear from you very often. Do you feel as though High School of the Dead, the anime series, was canceled too soon?
2: No, I do not. You I, think this is good? I feel like we saw what they could do with their budget and. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a lot of issues with storytelling, with uh, the timing and pacing of character reveals and plot that could have been more interestingly done, I think, and actually cohesively come together into stronger themes and points mm-hmm. that might have given it more of a saving grace. I think it's interesting as... An artifact of anime history and, you know, of its time for sure. Mm. Uh, it's also interesting to note that these kinds of sex comedies don't really happen these days um, in quite the same way. They're, they're, ten- it tends yeah, to be. Yeah, this show a probably can get it made now. It. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It kind of just, remarks on, on changing trends and times and things like that. It's, it's, it's
0: interesting it's, to, to just more prudish now or. I uh, not know, prudish, but I, I they wouldn't be this salacious.
2: I don't think that they would do that much fan service in quite that way. I mean, I've seen shows that do fan service now, and they tend to stagger it out a bit more. They don't tend to repeat in clusters the way mm. this did. Um, and they don't tend to group it so repetitively. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I,
1: I, I concur. Um, I also don't think this show was... Uh, sorry, I do... Th- sometimes I get mixed up. The show was not canceled too soon. The that show, this you is... You don't want anymore. I don't, know. I don't. I think, uh, listen, I, I agree with Michelle on most of her points. Um, I'm mostly interested in this show as a, sort of a commentary on sort of Western genre tropes. Uh, however, I think that point is made pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, by 12 episodes in... I'm basically done. I might've liked yeah. some closure, but like, that's about as far as it goes. I think the point is made pretty fast and they don't have much more beyond that. They started getting into some slightly different territory. Um, as we started meeting newer, larger groups of characters, um, you know, we, there were characters who were just like, this is all a government conspiracy and we're not going to believe any of this. And I'm like, where are your masks? You fools. um, so like there was and there was more they could do certainly, but um, this is one of those shows where the style is mostly the substance.
2: Yeah, that's
1: not necessarily a bad mm. thing. A lot of a lot of things just marry those two things, but sometimes if it does if it doesn't go any deeper than that, you can th- this might two two things. One, this might have be been stronger as a movie because you just get in, and get out. Two, and this is something that is mostly. It's an expectation that was dashed but I think mm. had they done this it might have been a stronger series. Um it's weird how little of this is at high school. It's mostly it's teenagers <laughs> yeah. of the dead really, which is not the worst pitch ever but I kind of thought it was going to be more at high school. There's a movie we watched called uh, was it Wandering Classroom?
2: Uh Drifting Classroom. Drifting
1: yeah. Classroom. It's this really weird uh live action uh Japanese film about a classroom that a high school classroom that falls into a wormhole into an alternate dimension.
2: Also based on a horror manga.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and but that movie is fucking weird, and you should totally see that damn thing.
2: It, it's really it, it. It talks about like nuclear anxiety and all kinds of things like way uh, with way more nuance and intrigue and yeah,
1: mm. yeah. It's and it just plays really odd. But uh, isn't mm-hmm. it from the director of Howzu? Yes. Is it? yes it is, yes, it is. Yeah. So If you've seen Housy you should yeah. totally see uh, Drifting Classroom But um, that's one where so By keeping it in the weird. high school setting You kind of kept the themes of high school alive more And this just turns into Basically a generic zombie movie Like mm-hmm. the fact that they're teenagers is Irrelevant for most of the series And when it does finally come up at the end When someone says you're only teenagers They explain we killed a lot of zombies And they're like oh never mind <laughs> sorry, uh, you're adults now. And I'm like, oh, so we have no themes left of that whole high school <laughs> bit. So this is just of the dead, the series. That's not the worst thing ever, but that's not what you sold me. That's not what I paid my Hulu subscription for. So so, uh, so yeah, this this was not and, canceled. And school.
0: we know you got Hulu specifically for this oh, show. of course. Uh,
1: uh, Whitney, <laughs> lasts, I think no. I know where you're going with here, but... Yeah,
0: I, I would have appreciated a single bit of wit or originality. Uh, okay. Something interesting, a hook, Uh Something other than simply sex and violence, uh, that was presented, whose themes were presented with so little grace that it was, did not strike me as, as intelligent or interesting at all. Okay. It's just resenting the fact that I had to watch another, like, five episodes of this thing when I was nearly, I felt like I was nearly done. It's like five more episodes (laughs) to go. I know it's only 20 minutes an episode, but God. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, Shame
1: really. Hmm. Always a shame when uh, when they weren't canceled too soon. Well, Watching always a shame when they are canceled too soon. Wait, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're it's getting your it's language okay. all mixed up. There's time. kind of no you winning on this podcast, is there? No, no, no,
2: there? no. It's like It's a podcast it's, of failure, isn't it's it? Is either
1: bad that it was canceled or it's bad that it was made.
2: No, you say, well, it's okay that it went on, you know, to yeah. another time and <laughs> We don't mm-hmm. have it anymore. That's it's how we responsibly yeah. mourn the past, right? <laughs> you know, it's
1: <laughs> that's what cancel too soon is about, really. Responsibly mourning the past.
2: Exactly.
0: There you go. <laughs> not letting these not letting these shows be forgotten. In high School of the Dead can go to the public bathhouse in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> soap <laughs> up its own breast, What are the clouds if not soapy
1: breasts in the sky? <laughs>
2: Well, they are kind of the right shape right they're, they're prehensile you know they can look like anything <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> that's what it, I learned
0: th- that, that would have been a fun extreme like if, if no. it turns out the breasts could like pick up guns themselves mm. Yeah. just oh no where's my gun oh good my boob grabbed it for me when I wasn't <laughs> thinking about it like they have minds of their it was own that there was an
1: episode of Tuca and Bertie where one of her boobs got so mad at her she just left
2: yeah yeah yeah. yeah. there you yeah. go so there's a, there's a, there's
0: a, there's a relationship there it, it, yes. if you really want to grab me do something just boldly absurd don't just yeah. do really extreme sexual you didn't vibes. think
1: the bullet flying through the flapping breasts was boldly absurd Not that's enough. absurd for,
0: further go way further <laughs> have, have the have the breasts catch the bullet and throw it back yeah. <laughs> killing, it, killing four zombies on the way
2: back. It's a very interesting interpretation mm. of this.
1: Next time on Cancel Too Soon, uh, it's anime month continues and we're going in a very different direction. Uh, we had a poll over at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash critically acclaimed network, and uh, we had you pick out one of the anime series that we're going to be covering. And uh, you picked a series that actually Michelle recommended we put on the poll. It is called Princess Jellyfish. Is um, it about a jellyfish?
2: Well, kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. top jellyfish. You, you've
1: actually seen this one, so tell people a little tease it, like what, give people like an idea of what's to come next week because this um, is a big shift.
2: It's about an introverted artist who loves drawing jellyfish, has a deep personal connection to them, and her kind of coming out into her own as a fashion designer.
1: See, that's very different than High School of the Dead. I think we can agree mm-hmm. on this.
2: No, really? There's what a few
0: a... subtle differences.
2: Well, I guess there are less zombies. Yeah, there you go.
1: Well, That's pool. the one
0: thing. Will That's anyone it. lose their life at the hands of a pool cue?
2: <sighs> I don't know. You want that spoiler now? Will anyone oh, gain no, no. their like, life I, at the I, hands of a pool Should I wreck it, cue? it for you? That would be a
0: good twist, wouldn't it? This is my enchanted pool cue. When I when I beat this corpse, it comes back to life.
2: <laughs> right in the life pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: Anyway. Um, We've gone too far.
1: We've gone too far now. We're, 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 we, need, we need to wrap this up now because we're getting silly. Uh, Michelle, do you think you'd be able to join us at Princess Jellyfish? Or? Sure. Yes. Is
2: this, I'm very excited. Is this trying to secure my presence in the future? I
1: I like it thank when you're here. You're very promises. insightful and you know what you're talking about. I'm really grateful. So Aww. thank you so much. When Thanks we were for to, having me. When we were talking about Devil as a Part-Timer, I think we did okay. But there were things that we just flat out admitted that... We didn't know that well. It's not our wheelhouse, and we're coming at it as outsiders. And you have so much more knowledge, in, in particular, of anime that uh, it's very, very helpful for you to be here. And I'm sure a lot of people uh, learned a lot today. So thank you so much.
2: Well, thank you. You do something long enough, and somehow it becomes your wheelhouse. It's right? very strange. There's, there's actually like a, th- <laughs> yeah.
0: The, the real yeah. tragedy is when that thing is something you hate.
2: Yeah. No, I don't
0: hate it. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't, you don't have to do
2: that. If you hate you it. Anyway. Yeah, you Figure. could just drop that. I, I'm going to give advice to everyone here. If you've been doing something for years that you hate, maybe reconsider that
0: yeah try <laughs> something else every job i've had Ooh. <laughs> I, i'm insulted for for our podcasts oh this the this is my joy this is okay. not my job this is not okay. even like
1: work okay well there you go turn um, that
2: b to a y
1: <laughs> uh, in any case uh if you want to help decide future episodes of cancel too soon and some of our other podcasts as well if you want exclusive podcasts uh dedicated to Star Trek dedicated to every film ever nominated for best picture. Uh, we do commentary tracks. Uh, we have a ton of exclusive stuff over at patreoncom slash critically acclaimed network. We would love to have you there. Uh, if you want to, uh, talk to us about this episode of the show or anything else in particular, you can email us letters at critically and we might read your letter and answer it on a future episode of our podcast. We've got, mail before we sign off officially i just want to remind everybody that uh m Lopez da silva has another novel coming out buy two copies buy four you should buy four <laughs> copies it, it, that way you can read it four times uh-huh. and it's great and it's I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now i it's it's a it's a read i had a really fun time with it um so uh tell people once again about your your book so they don't forget
2: coming out on on October 27th. It is called Hooker and honestly, with that title, you're not going to have any difficulty googling this one, folks. <laughs> it's really straightforward.
0: Um. Uh, can't, can't figure out. Maybe I look up Hooker near me. Oh no.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Da, 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 da. Anyway, anyway, if, if you want to
1: if you want to see a pro sex work a uh, queer feminist slasher. Uh, you, you probably can't, but you can read the book and it'll come out in October and we're going to have links to it and we're going to have uh, giveaways uh, when the time comes. So please sp- uh, stay on the lookout for that because I think it's really great. Um, and uh, we're on Twitter at CriticClaim. I am at William Debiani. I'm at
2: Whitney Seibold. I am at underscore M. Lapis de Silva.
1: And uh, if, if that's too much to remember, we will have a link on our Twitter page. Uh, please follow her. You're also on Instagram, but is that a different uh, name?
2: It's starting to get complicated, really. We shouldn't go down We're done. Instagram mm. portal. We're done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you so much, everybody. You are totally awesome. We're really, really grateful to you. Especially a big thank you to our patrons for keeping the show going. That is a wrap. We will see you next season.
2: Bye.